Are you in the market for a new car? Hi, this is Josh Lang with First Bank Hampton. It's a great time to purchase a vehicle with our special rates on car loans. As your local community bank, know you can count on us with competitive rates, flexible terms, and same-day financing. For a limited time, as a thank you, you'll receive a free gift with your loan while supplies last. So when you're ready to purchase that new or pre-owned vehicle, be sure to stop in and visit with our personal team of lenders. First Bank Hampton is a member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at radioonthego.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nest Egg. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Sheffield Mayor Scott Sanders, going to get an update on what's going on there for this current year, talking about some projects taking place here in the spring and summer. Nice to be thinking about spring and summer projects. That means the winter season is behind us, at least hopefully for now. And Scott, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate the opportunity. So, Scott, let's begin by talking about what do you guys have planned for the 2023 spring and summer parts of this year in terms of projects. You guys got some street work to do. What do you guys have going on up there in Sheffield? Well, we're already getting lined up for the summer as far as we've got applications out there for the pool. We've got Munchy Mondays that we put together every year, the Monday food trucks in the park, and we're getting all that stuff organized. And with the pool, we also got the campground that's going to be ready to go. Our biggest challenge this last year, year and a half, has been bridges. We finally got the bridge on Highway 65 completed this last year, only to follow up with the bridge at Galvin's Park this year. So we're excited to get that reopened here because as we get closer to summer and we got campgrounds and activities at the golf course and all that, we want to be able to drive out there. So right now... As far as the bridge out there, we're on task for that to be done about the end of May. They're going to be pouring cement in April, and that should have a completion of the end of May. Those are a few things that are going on. We're also getting some contracts put together. We're looking at doing some street work. We've got an opportunity to get some money to do uh, some substantial amount of street work. We're looking at some things with the North Road and, you know, then some other areas in town that, that need some help that way. Now, the biggest part of those projects will probably be coming in 2024 just because there's a lot of steps that have to get involved to do to get those up and going. So we got to do the engineer work. Then we got to make sure we got all the money it takes to do what we're doing and uh, kind of prioritize and then get that all in order. Busy times up there, and I'm glad you brought up that bridge replacement just south there of Sheffield. Now, the main detour, I think, took people east, but a lot of people just went through there in Sheffield, coming through the southwest side and going east across Main Street. Was there a lot of wear and tear then on that main drag there in Sheffield? Yeah, there actually was, and that's what, you know, a little extra traffic going through town for all those months. Believe it or not, like the streets that got the most wear and tear, you know, that really felt the damage was like Maple Street. And the funny part is that's not a main thoroughfare. But, you know, we put up stop signs that people slow down and stop at the park. And then people started diverting off to, you know, it's funny how people divert into another street that doesn't have stop signs. Only to avoid the stop signs, you know what I mean? 
I've been there, done that, I guess. I can't say I haven't. Again, we're joined by Sheffield Mayor Scott Sanders getting an update. What's going on there in Sheffield for this spring and summer? You mentioned you need some pool work. I seen at your last council meeting back in February, you're looking for maybe some city work. You guys pretty full staff for city work. Are you still looking for help there? Yeah, we've actually had a very good city clerk assistant, and she has decided to retire. Not losing her to any other reason other than she's just decided she doesn't want to get called in, you know, when maybe it's not convenient for her. So uh, she's decided to start to take some time. We respect that, and we're out there looking for another one. We'll get that worked out. And then, you know, at the pool, we're going to need, actually, we're going to need a manager and then a number of lifeguards and that also. Now, Scott, I know you're not directly involved with this. It's more, you know, the city manager and all that. But in Iowa, you know, the amount of taxes collected by a city is probably going to go down here. Are you guys looking to having to rebudget for the next fiscal year? Where do you stand on that? Ironically, we had our normal budget meetings in January. At two or three of those budget meetings, we got everything in line according to, uh, you know, where we're at with tax levies. And, of course, now at this point, now they've come back and said we're going to lower taxes. So uh, for those of you that don't know what that means, it means that our budget needs to change and be adjusted one way or the other. So we don't have the final tally in. We don't know how much that's going to affect us. But we are planning to have uh, one additional meeting sometime here in the next four or five weeks, I guess I would say, so that we can uh, get that all wrapped up. I think they gave us like 30 more days to get everything done now that they've made the adjustments. But, yeah, we had that all in place, and we're all ready to go. So one of those things, you just got to do what you got to do, I guess. A lot of cities had their budget ready, but then with this new uh, appropriation where there's less money, I should say, coming into the city, kind of have to rebudget things. Finally, Scott, I won't go into this too much, but during your meeting in February, you guys decided to stick with one police officer for the community. Is that something that's going to stay put for now, or is that going to be revisited in the future? That's going to be revisited in the future. 100% the reason behind that comes down to a budget. Um, It's not that we don't want to have two officers, but, you know, even with where we were with the budget in January, before we'd heard about the the lowering of property tax, you know, we had two or three people on the council that very much felt, you know, concerned about where we're at with our budget. And I understand that and respect that. So it was agreed to basically over the next 12 months, See if we can find some more, you know, additional revenue here and there or differences in the budget and then review that again in a year from now. We'd love to have two. We're actually set to have two. We've got two vehicles. We've got the whole department, I guess, set up for uh, two officers. And uh, so it's just uh, the cost to have somebody on the payroll and, of course, all the added uh, amenities when it comes to uh, insurance things like that. Uh, you can't believe how expensive, you know, the health insurance and things like that are for somebody out there that's working for the city. And it also puts a strain on the one worker that you do have for the police officer position. So interesting to see how yeah. that unfolds the next few months here as you look to revisit that. Again, we are joined by Sheffield Mayor Scott Sanders, getting an update there on what's going on in Sheffield summer projects and any positions they're looking to fill there within the city of Sheffield. And Scott, before we let you go today, anything else you'd like to add? I just appreciate the support we get from the community, and, you know, we try to keep doing the right things and, you know, try to keep everything, you know, everything going, keep progressing, I guess, as a town. we got a lot of good things happening. we got all these bridges open. I've heard the golf course is going to be reopening as far as the food side of it there, the bar and the food, so that's a good thing. That'll be coming in the spring. We're just excited to see these things progress. Well, Scott, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us, and let's do this down the road. 
Okay, thanks very much. All right, Scott Sanders here in our First Bank Hampton Newsmaker program. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. Get ready for spring with a little help from us. Hi, this is Krista Dent with First Bank Hampton. Winter can be hard and you might be looking to renew, repair, or renovate your home. We have financing available to help you make this happen. You might also qualify for a home equity line of credit, which can help you finance more than just home improvement projects. You might be able to take that spring vacation or make that big purchase. Stop in and visit with one of our experienced lenders to take advantage of our competitive spring rates. First Bank Hampton is a member of FDIC and equal housing lender.